Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Scott. Hey, yo. Is that his younger brother? It's gonna be Jeff. The cream rise to the top for oh, you. Yeah. And you're listening to all of the great action figures from our good friends at Hasbro. The fully postable. Have your own WrestleMania with all your favorite figures. Wrestling figure. He sold separately from LJN. Podcast. And we are the Mount Rushmore of professional <laughs> wrestling. Hey, welcome to episode 302. Scott, that is Trace Nada Dos. Two. The Fully Puzzle Wrestling Figure Podcast. Longest running episodic wrestling figure podcast going today. My name is Jeff and sitting alongside next to me is my real life brother, not storyline brother, Scott. Scott, say hello. Hello. Scott, what's going on, dude? I got all my G.I. Joe figures. I'm a happy man. Oh, you're you're just going off with that. That's yes. The first thing you're gonna say. All right. Yes. Nothing. Nothing else happened on Saturday. Well, look. Yes. Saturday was an incredible day. So if you'd like, we can start at the beginning, or I can start <laughs> with the amazing meal that we had at the Brazilian Steakhouse in oh. honor of Shannon's birthday. Oh my God, dude! How good was that? Oh, it was incredible. It's not something I would do a lot during the course of a year, but like two maybe three times a year you know because it's on the pricey side which jeff i want to thank you again for buying dinner for everybody that was amazing Um, absolutely yeah that was really nice of you dude and it was very appreciated but it's it's on the expensive side and it's not something that i would do a lot during the year but you know a couple times a year you want to have a really nice dinner wow talk about bringing the meat Jeff, I'll tell you, those dudes with those swords, they knew how to bring the meat. So they were bringing the meat on the swords? Yes, on the swords. And pushing them onto our plates. Yes. They were putting their meat on our plates, and it was delicious. It was so good (laughs) once it hit your lips. So did you enjoy the garlic steak, or was it the top sirloin that was your favorite? I think the filet mignon was actually my favorite. Oh, the filet, huh? Yeah, the filet was outstanding. The lamb was good. The bacon-wrapped chicken was good. That garlic pork was incredible. Now I'm getting hungry because I haven't (laughs) eaten dinner yet. But what a dinner. I mean, it was just, it was amazing. And it was Fogo to Chow. They don't sponsor the show. But because we had such a good dinner, I'll put them over. Incredible place to go have a super nice meal with your significant other. I don't know if I take the kids there. It might be kind of a waste for them. They're not going to really power it down. I mean, unless you've got like teenagers that are eating out of house and home, definitely take them here. You get your money's worth. But yeah, Yeah. the food was just outstanding. Uh, I had a drink called Smoke and Honey that I don't remember everything that was in it, but it was incredible, but uh, highly recommended. Great dinner on Saturday. But it started with trying to get the G.I. Joe Zartan Pulse exclusive figure on Hasbro Pulse which I was on. I was texting you ahead of time. I'm like, dude, two o'clock, Zartan, be on. So I'm on it <laughs> too. I get them in my cart. I go to check out. I find that I need reader glasses because I misread a number on the back of my credit card. I mistook <laughs> a six for a five or vice versa. It held me up for a second because I had to correct it. Then all of a sudden I hit that final checkout button and it's like an item in your cart is no longer available. It was at this moment that Scott lost his mind. (laughs) Literally lost his mind. 
I went back to the main page. I clicked on the Zartan figure again. It said sold out. I lo- And it was literally like not even a minute past when they released it. I lost my mind. I shut down my computer. I slammed the lid. I told Shannon, I said, that's it. I'm selling my G.I. Joe collection. I am done with these distribution issues from Hasbro. I can't stand ha- F Hasbro, F G.I. Joe. I, I lost my mind. <laughs> I literally lost my mind. I texted you, dude, and I'm like, screw them all. I'm out of here. I was like, duck Hasbro, duck G.I. Joe, but it wasn't duck. It autocorrected from something else. <laughs> Shannon goes, look, did you try it again? I go, yeah, I tried it again. It was sold out. She goes, okay, but did you try it again? I was like, you know what? Fine. I'm going to go turn on the computer and watch. I will show you it is gone. So I turn the computer back on. I go back into Hasbro Pulse. I click on the Zartan figure. (laughs) It says add to cart. (laughs) I go, oh, oops. (laughs) Add to cart. I knew what the numbers were this time around. Completed checkout. No issues. I went and thanked my wife with my head bowed a little bit because I was a little embarrassed. I said, Okay, I take everything back. It's no longer Duck Hasbro, Duck GI Joe. <laughs> we're all we're all happy and uh, and cool again. And then uh, on the drive in to see you to go to dinner, I uh, got onto bbts.com. That's bigbadtoystore.com. Got the new Wave Eight set of three, which is Storm Shadow, Spirit, and we now know Cobra Officer. Those are the three figures that will be in that set. I got those three pre-ordered. And got the Crocmaster Deluxe figure that comes with Fiona, which I never knew the alligator had a name. Fiona. Got Look at that. that. Yeah, got that pre-ordered. So got all the Joes out. Oh, and I jumped on Target and got the Outback. I skipped the uh, two repaints. Didn't want them. Don't get involved with repaints. It's not my thing. But uh, yeah, got all my Joe figures. So I'm super happy. And uh, we've got some news to get into here in a little bit, Jeff. That's got more figures that I'm going to want to jump on. Not G.I. Joe this time. We're talking wrestling figures is what this podcast is 99.2% about. The other 0.8% is about G.I. Joe and probably Turtles. But uh, yeah, I'm super excited about what's upcoming in wrestling figures. There's a Hogan figure that OMG. So I would like to start out with the text messages from Scott back on Saturday, October 23rd at 1.52 p.m. <laughs> oh, good. You're reading these. Scott says Zartan at 2. Now, I was editing the podcast, so I didn't see my phone. 2.03, I responded, I just saw this. I think I missed him. Scott replied, he was in my cart and got taken away. I said, are you kidding? Also at 2.03. At 2.04, Scott said, nope, I'm selling my classified collection now. <laughs> this is mid-rage to Shannon, by the way, too. <laughs> Duck this. Duck. At, 20- at 2.04 p.m. So I said, I replied back at 2.05 p.m., you are out, question mark? Maybe BBTS will get it. Scott said at 2.05, yep, Duck Hasbro. Now, he actually said Duck there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that was a typo. Followed up by Duck Hasbro, actually, (laughs) not Duck, (laughs) Duck. Hasbro at 2.05. Nope, the regular Zartan on there, Duck Hasbro. (laughs) 2.06, I said, you're not going back, you're not going to back the striker? Scott replied, okay, go now. He is back up. Got him. So I guess I'm back in the game. Ha, 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 ha. He <laughs> at 2.08 p.m. 2.09 p.m., Scott said you should be able to get him. 
I replied at 2.10, excuse me, I replied at 2.10, and I said, welcome back to the game. We missed you. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that was, uh, it was a good solid, like, three minutes of just pure rage pouring out of me. <laughs> so, I don't like seeing Scott enraged, but I love getting these text messages because they're the instant initial feeling, I guess, when you don't get what you're on the hunt for. And I can feel the frustration from Scott and I feel bad for him, but also I'm sitting over here laughing. (laughs) (laughs) That's good to know. I'm like pouring my heart and soul out to you, (laughs) raging, and you're over there laughing. (laughs) Well, the the whole Duck Hasbro thing was kind of funny. (laughs) But this happened last year and I was laughing then and I was laughing this time, but it's, it all worked out and I'm glad everything worked out. So we're all good. Yes, it did work out. And to answer your question that I forgot to answer in the text, no, I'm not backing the striker. I think I'm actually getting out of the retros. I don't think I'm going to collect those anymore. I think I'm just going to stick with the classifieds. Gotcha. I am going to back the striker, and I have to be honest, I don't remember what I got. I think I got Croc. Uh, I know I got Zartan. I got one one other one off Amazon, and I don't remember anything else. It was just a uh, flurry of purchasing G.I. Joe figures. And yep. pretty soon, I I really think you're going to have to do some pre-orders on the wrestling figures, dude. Because there are going to be some, I think, that are going to be really hard to get your hands on. Oh, yeah. We'll get... Uh, don't spoil anything in the news. Yeah, Come just tip in our hand a little bit. Okay, I'm done. If anybody like the ending of our shirts, head on over to ProWrestlingTees or WhatAManeuver.net. You can follow us on Twitter, YouTube, Snapchat, and the Book of Faces at FullyPosable, Instagram, WF. P, if you want to listen to any of our past podcasts, head over and over to Podbean, Stitcher, iTunes, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. Please rate and review on iTunes. You can send us any audio questions, questions, or anything else at all. Head on over to fullyposablewfp at gmail.com. Scott, episode 302, I'm going to have you name the show right now. Um, What? I'm going to have you name the show because usually I put a title like episode 302 fully posables blank. Um, wow. Okay. So it should be something with rage in it or uh, text messaging rage or something like that. Or um, slamming the lid, fully posable slamming the lid. <laughs> like after a very satisfying power dump after Taco Bell, <laughs> bam, slam the lid. Take that toilet. Hmm. Uh, wow. Okay, I don't have a title yet. Let me think on it. It'll be something about, uh... (laughs) Okay. How about Duck Hunt? (laughs) Duck Hasbro. (laughs) (laughs) Duck this, Hasbro. (laughs) Duck this, Hasbro. That is the name of the show. That's what we're calling it. Uh, you mentioned that we went to San Jose to go get some, uh... To get our meat sweats on on Saturday night. We also stopped off at Target, and man, did we see some bare shelves over there. Yeah, yeah. Can those containers hurry up? We need some workers, dude. That's what it's coming down to. Yeah, I mean, those are some empty pegs, man. Yeah, we need some workers. We need some workers at the ports. We need some workers on the docks. I mean, need some truck drivers, you know. Uh, I was having this conversation with someone. We were just kind of talking about the lack of workers. You know, people are asking you know, they need workers and stuff. You know, you see now hiring signs all over the place. But what I'm thinking is, is that a lot of people nowadays 
don't need to work. There's other outlets to work. Like they can make money off AdSense on YouTube or they can start an online business and it's easier than ever to do that. And people did that during the pandemic and saw it was successful for certain things. Or I think other people are looking at other ways to make money outside of actually having to punch a clock or clock in, clock out type thing. Maybe. And if it's working, more power to you. That's awesome. So anyways, yeah, all those containers out in the sea and stuff. Oh, by the way, got a text message from Rink Skirts. I thought this was kind of interesting, Scott. Rink Skirts said, so according to the economist I heard on NPR today, you have been right the whole time, meaning me, Scott. Did you say economist? Economist. (laughs) Economist. Okay, carry on. English. (laughs) (laughs) English. He says you, Rankskirt said this, he says, you've been right the whole time about the demand for collectibles during the pandemic. The economist basically said that with the services such as restaurants, bars, and travel being shut down or restricted, there's been a flood for people buying physical goods that may not normally have done so. So physical goods meaning collectibles. Correct. So I thought that was kind of interesting because also I wanted to share it because Nate said I was right. (laughs) (laughs) Celeste never tells me I'm right, so I have to get it from somewhere. Well, we all saw that the nostalgia factor was playing a huge role there for a while. And then it seemed like when COVID hit, that's when nostalgia really ramped up. And I think, like you said, Jeff, we've had this conversation on the show where, you know, nostalgia starts to kick in. You're home because of lockdowns or whatever. You've got some extra income because the economy got stimulated. Your wallet got stimulated. And hey, look at this cool whatever figure that I used to have as a kid, be it wrestling or G.I. Joe or He-Man or Transformer. I think I'm going to buy one. Well, we all know how that slippery slope begins, right? Same reasons I don't go and buy a Funko because then all of a sudden I'm buying 100 Funkos. And I think that happened to a lot of people during the pandemic for sure is they suddenly got into collecting those things that made them happy as kids. And you know what? (laughs) I think that's cool, man. I think that's great. If you can find something that makes you happy and it just, you know, drop a little money and boom, you got a smile on your face. Just do it. Just do it. And yeah, that's that's exactly what happened, Jeff. The economists were correct. So if anybody needs financial advice, I am your your wrestling figure economist. Thank you, Jeff. <laughs> You're our savior. <laughs> uh, I I try to be. <laughs> it's it's econom it's econom economist. Yes, that's I was right the first time. <laughs> I can't wait for the omission next week, uh, Scott. For the record, uh, economist is actually pronounced. But we'll we'll continue that next week. All right, all right. Scott, we actually have a ton of news to get into. What do you say? Let's go talk about that news. Oh, you gonna learn today. Scott, we have a long news segment, but it's going to be a fun one. We'll start off with the great cello toys. They are making a Luna Vachon retro-style figure. They are partnering up with At Fig Collections. Check them out on Twitter, At Fig Collections. They are partnering up with them. We can purchase through them. The Luna Vachon will basically 
be Luna Vachon. I mean, just picture Luna Vachon, and that's the retro style figure. Be articulated at the waist, the shoulders, uh, the neck will move. So retro style Luna Vachon. And it's funny, too, because we were talking with Jeff last week. Right. You remember this? Oh, totally. Yeah. And it was funny because they showed it the very next day. Very they nice show, I should say they showed like the rendering of it or the drawing of what it was going to be. And it was hilarious. I was like, we literally had this conversation last night and they show it the next day. I know. I know. So uh, Luna Vachon fans rejoice because we are getting a retro styled figure of Luna Vachon. The timing couldn't be better. She had her uh, Dark Side of the Ring episode and boom, we get a figure of her. It looks fantastic based on the rendering. So I'm looking forward to seeing what that finished product is. Let's move over to our buddies, Junk Shop Dog. They showed off a Popey style Davy Boy Smith. Anything Davy Boy, anything Dynamite Kid, I'm all over. I'm getting it. Well, yeah, and then now you're getting both of them from Junk Shop Dog, right? So they're going to go for the Japan look. So they're going to go with the Japan Davy Boy and the Japan Dynamite Kid. So you can have the Japan version of the British Bulldogs. And I, I mean, we only saw kind of the sculpt of what he looks like. Uh, the hair looks great. The face looks really, really good. So again, much like the Luna, I can't wait to see what that finished product looks like. I really want to see what they look like side by side, Davy and Dynamite. Really looking forward to that set. All right, Scott, are you ready for the Festival of Ringside? The Festival of Ringside. Boy, did they show some stuff. Yeah, they did. Let's start off with Bend and Bash Series 1. What is Bend and Bash? Well, you basically pull their arms out of socket. <laughs> it's it's the new gimmick figures for 2021-2022. Correct. That's what they showed is they basically pulled arms out of sockets. Yep, and you can sling them around and they punch their opponent. And these are a hard pass. Right, and the first four for Series 1 will be Rey Mysterio. He will be in that blue outfit. I forget which show that was from. They've already done an Elite of that, Rey, but this one will be in the Bend and Bash series. I can't remember what show that was from. That's going to drive me nuts. John Chenna, Rock, and Roman Reigns. Those will be the first four for Bend and Bash. Great for the kids, though, because these look like they're made for like the rugged play style, which are great for young kids. So if they want to play with your wrestling figures, nope, throw them these. They'll be just as happy. Let's move over to basic number 130. I'm just going to mention Omas, just because I thought this was pretty interesting. Steve said that this may be the biggest figure they have ever made. Which is insane because they've made Andre. And Big Shows. Yeah, and Big Show, great point. And they said they were concerned it wouldn't fit in the packaging. Oh, there are just so many comments that could be... Did they try putting it in tip first? Like, just just the tip, and then kind of ease it in there, maybe? They tried to bend and bash, but I don't think it fit, dude. I see. I see. Yes. There's a million other jokes we can throw in there, but I think we should just leave it at that. We are a family podcast, after all. <laughs> eh. Loosely. <laughs> Loosely. Very fringe. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're on the fringe, dude. Bordering on offensive kind of family. <laughs> Let's move over to the WrestleMania basics. They did say that the basics for the series will have more articulation for the people that collect basics. That's cool. More bang for your buck. Exactly. And want more articulation. So they have Seamus, Bianca Belair. Hogan from WrestleMania 2, they said. Dude, how badass is that Hogan? 
that's a really good one. That kind of reminds me of that t-shirt series that Walmart had back in the day. Bingo. That's exactly what I thought when I saw it. But this one, actually more than that, almost reminds me of his defining moments, but in basic form. Correct. Correct. I don't buy basics, but... Yeah, that one's going to be tempting, right? You're going to see that one hanging on a peg and you're like, damn it, Hogan, you did it to me again. You're coming home. Right, for like 11 bucks, why not, right? Exactly, yeah. That one, especially with the more articulation added, well worth your basic buck. Let's go over to... Oh, and and, Seth Rollins. And Seth Rollins, oh yeah. Let's move over to Elite 90, Randy Orton. He'll be in his white trunks, steel chair. He has those, uh, I don't want to call them steampunk glasses or goggles or whatnot, but he comes with that. Those. Those. The things. Economus. Economus. Stop it. Sorry, sorry. Jay Uso, he'll come with a lay, a sh- soft goods, I'm gonna get him shirt, and he'll be in his white pants. Let's move over to Mustafa Ali. Uh, retribution shirt and mask. Big Boss Man in Elite 90. The regular will be your just regular looking Big Boss Man. Think 1989, 1990 Big Boss Man, and there you go. He'll come with a hat, cuffs, and a nightstick. Now, Big Boss Man will be the variant in this series. He will be in a black cop outfit with WCW hat. Yep, the boss. Are you getting that one? No. What? No. I'll probably get the WWF Big Boss Man because I actually have the network spotlight one still on the card. And my intention was to open him when I get the room done. Uh-huh. But... I'm like, that one's worth quite a bit. I may just hang that one on the wall now and then just get this new one coming out and open that one instead because I wanted a loose boss man. But I'm definitely passing on the boss. I was not a big, big fan of Ray Trailer when he jumped over to WCW because he went through all those different characters, right? Like they couldn't use big boss man, so they used the boss and that's him in his black outfit. He became a uh, member of the Guardian where he rode the subways and was like protecting people. Yep. Ugh. Yeah, he went through a number of gimmicks, much like Barry Darso. Big Boss Man and Barry Darso, man, they tore it up through those gimmicks in the mid-90s in WCW. But that the variant's a hard pass for me, but I'll probably be picking up the Big Boss Man. Gotcha, gotcha. And let me see, Target exclusive, Chief J. Strongbow. Very, very cool. I, I love the throwback figures like that. That's a name you wouldn't expect to see from Mattel. But again, when all legends start hitting the table because of all the players in the game, that's one you love to see get added. Chief J. Strongbow will have headdress and axe. And Reckoning, a.k.a. Mia Yim, she'll come with the mask and a jacket. Let's move over to Elite 91. Austin Theory, he'll be in, I called it Michigan Wolverine colors. Accurate. Dark blue and the gold. He'll have the uh, vest that's in that. Bianca Belair, extra head, glasses, SmackDown women's title, hoop earrings. Great looking figure. I believe that was from Royal Rumble, Scott, or WrestleMania, one of the two. I'd have to fact check that one. I shouldn't have said that. I'm sorry. Don't put me on the spot like that. How dare you? I had to. (laughs) You you need to know this stuff. (laughs) Hulk Hogan, red and yellow feather boas, bandana, Hollywood weight belt, Hulkamania red shirt. Kevin Owens, ladder and handcuffs. That's a must purchase for me. I haven't bought a KO figure in a long time. That one's coming home. RVD, we were just talking about RVD too. He'll be in the Bengal Stripe singlet, chair, 
The variant will be RVD in a Japan singlet. Pretty cool, man. I love to see RVD making a comeback in Elite. And Sami Zayn hat trophy. Great looking figure. Elite 92 Halloween themed Rey Mysterio. Scarlet will have the long claws. There was a lot of tooling that had to go into that Scarlet figure Bill was talking about. Bill also said there will be an accessory with the hourglass that does rotate for Scarlet. Very cool. Very, very cool. And Charlotte will be in the purple gear. Elite 93, Ricky Steamboat will be the variant. Ricky Steamboat will have the WCW television title. Not the one Tolly Blanchard carried around, but the one that came out about 93, I think, 92? Yeah, around there. Extra head variant will be gold tights. Bill said that that was from Spring Stampede 94. Again, that one will have the television title. Must have that one. Yeah, and you know, we haven't gotten a lot of Ricky Steamboat WCW figures. We've gotten a lot of his WWF, WWE run. Even when he was older, Mattel made some figures of that. But we haven't gotten a lot of Ricky from WCW. So this is pretty sweet that they're doing that. And I love that they put the TV title with him too. Uh, T-Bar, extra Donovic Dijakovic head. In Elite 94, we'll have Mace. He'll come with a vest. So those are the elites that are coming up. WWE Legends 14. Road Dog. he'll be in the DX Army gear. This one I was super excited about because it's about time they did it. Mean Mark Callis from the Skyscrapers. I'm surprised it took so long, to be perfectly honest. He'll have chaps and a vest. I cannot wait. Now we just need Danny Spivey, dude. Oh, man. Wouldn't that be incredible? Like, who has Spivey on their 2022 card? <laughs> Anyone? Anyone? Okay. To be fair, he hasn't been made, so it's not... <laughs> Let's not uh, let's not go shooting our wad just yet. China will be in DX Army outfit. Edge, based off of this, on the back of the card, it said it was based off of his tag team run with Hogan in 02, I believe it was, 02, 03. He'll have the red jacket, white tights. The variant will be Edge in red tights. Interesting, but no tag title with him. No tag title. He will have the glasses. He'll have the red jacket, the white tights, and the variant will be the red tights. So the Hogan that's coming out in that Elite Series you just mentioned, that's kind of the Hogan from that era, correct? Mm -hmm. It would have been cool if they had put a tag title with each of them. Well, I think if I'm... Okay, again, don't quote us on this, but I thought the Hogan was from SummerSlam when Michaels oversold everything. Oh, when Hogan was literally killing Shawn Michaels with every strike? Yeah, don't quote me on that. Okay, then that makes more sense that they didn't put a tag title with him. Okay, gotcha. But they should have put one with Edge. Yes, absolutely. False information. I apologize. It happens. I have to fact check myself and I'm too lazy to do it right now. <laughs> <laughs> we need a fact checker on the show. Just somebody that sits there and like, is this true? What is this? <laughs> Did this happen? I just got my booster, dude. Leave me alone. <laughs> oh, good point. Yeah. I'm a little, uh, a little uh, out of it right now. Yeah. You only have minutes until the microchip kicks in and makes you ill. <laughs> the first time I got the shot, dude, like I immediately came home and took like a three hour nap. The booster is going to be my melatonin. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you're going to be asleep any minute here. We better get this moving. <laughs> uh, WrestleMania Elite figures. I love this. Stone Cold Steve Austin. This will be from WrestleMania 19. He'll have the Stone Cold vest. Bret Hart from WrestleMania 26. We were there. Yes, we were. Soft good shirt and jorts. Shawn Michaels also from WrestleMania 26. We were there. It will be his WrestleMania 26 look with vest. 
AJ Styles with Shovel from the Boneyard match. These all come with a Build-A-Figure to make Vince McMahon from WrestleMania 3. He'll have the mic, and he does have a hand with three fingers up to say, WrestleMania 3, you know, like like Vince yeah. does. Uh, yeah. I'm going to need that, Vince. Absolutely. That'd be great, okay? So, one thing I noticed, dude, and I was actually talking to Luis Rivera about this. Did you notice three of these four figures were these guys last wrestling WrestleMania matches? Like they've made appearances at WrestleMania, but these were their last matches. So Stone Cold at 19. Oh, yeah, you're right. Brett at 26 and Sean at 26. You're right. And AJ technically was part of a last match as well, just not his own. Correct, correct interesting okay good observation dude i like that they tried for old man brett face and it did not go well on that figure man (laughs) so it's kind of similar to i think they made a SummerSlam brett hart a toys r us exclusive back in the day i remember that one yeah it just had a different shirt and the figure wasn't like okay the face was off and it's almost like they tried it again and Another swing and miss. Hmm. I remember that was white elite packaging, right? Yep, exactly. Yeah, okay. I remember that, Brett. Yeah, that was okay. I think that one was actually better than this one, though, which was weird because that Brett came out, like, what, seven or eight years ago? Something like that. However, when you flip the coin, that Shawn Michaels is fantastic. Yes, 100% agree, dude. And that one, you know, if I'm at that WrestleMania, it's going to make me want the figure a little bit more. So Shawn's probably the only one I'll actually buy out of that set. And then I'll just try to get the Vince, you know, secondhand market or whatever. Well, then that means you need to get Brett, Sean, and Stone Cold because you were at their last matches. <sighs> yeah, but I don't really want the Brett. And I've got a lot of Stone Colds already, so it's like, do I really need another one? Like, But you were at their last matches. You said it. You have to stick to your word, Scott. No promises. <laughs> no promises. All right. You just broke your word. I know. <laughs> Look at me. I'm so shady. <laughs> okay, let's move over to the cream of the crop, the gold standard, the ultimate editions. They're making a Mr. T from WrestleMania 1. Here we go. What we thought was going to be the San Diego Comic-Con exclusive from last year is now going to be an ultimate edition. Mr. T will have the full entrance gear, even the WrestleMania hat. Hulkamania shirt, I think Bill said was coming along with it. They said he's going to have a flex bar that he used to use in every promo. Yes, that was awesome. Gold chains. It's the Mr. T we've been waiting for. Yeah, I marked out pretty hard over this figure. And honestly, if you're a wrestling fan, specifically an old school wrestling fan, this figure is right up your alley. Right. I think Mr. T played a huge part in putting WWF on the map. Yes, of course, Hulk Hogan was a major part of that. But by bringing in that A-team star power, like in 85, 84, 85, there were no bigger stars than Hogan and Mr. T. Putting them together was magic and brilliant on Vince's part. So like I said, if you're an old school wrestling fan, I'm sure this one got you super excited. I know a lot of people are going to be pre-ordering this figure because there's that FOMO of of not seeing him at retail. I've got it. I'm going to do a pre-order on this one for sure. Sticking with the ultimate editions, we're going to move over to Hulk Hogan, three heads, removable headband, Hulkamania t-shirt, and they introduced a new belt. 
1985 title. Now, the 1985 title was the belt between the green strap that he beat Iron Sheik for and the one that you saw at WrestleMania 2 and 3. That came with the defining moments. So this kind of completes the titles that Hogan held except for that green strap. Exactly. So I can't wait for this. I'm excited that they're making that belt. The belt is very similar to the NWA television title that Tolly Blanchard used to carry around. Yes, it is. Very much so. You're right. But it's, you know, this one's all gold where that one had like a little red to it and silver and stuff like yes, that. But anyways. Red and silver. Yep. So anyways, it is coming with a new belt, the 1985 title. I'm excited. I'm happy. I can't wait to get it. Getting both of these, I need to pair up for WrestleMania 1. Yes. Are you going to open one? Uh, I might. I don't know. Yeah, dude. There's something about just having that Hogan and T right next to each other. Opened. Yeah like displayed. Oh man, that's that's wrestling history. Like that event put put WWF on the map. Like that was it. Vince basically gambled everything on that event. If that doesn't pay off, I don't know what the state of wrestling is today, but because it was successful, here we are. You know, and all these wrestling companies and these wrestling figure companies, if WrestleMania 1 doesn't happen or WrestleMania 1 isn't successful, we're not in this situation today. So to have those two guys that were basically the faces of WrestleMania 1, they were on the poster, like that was the WrestleMania poster, Hogan and T, man, that's going to be a hard set not to open up. So you are getting both, huh? Getting both. Going to pre-order them too because I don't think I'm going to see those at retail. Although Ultimate Editions are getting easier to find, I will say that. Cena specifically. And Rock. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. (laughs) Ultimate Warrior Amazon exclusive. They showed that off. Uh, It'll be WrestleMania 6. I like how people were even questioning Steve. Like, there's no way WrestleMania 6 won. And he's like, okay, here comes the... There's no way, people. But WrestleMania 6 did win the Fan Takeover Ultimate Amazon exclusive. And they showed it off. Extra head will have no paint. Winged Eagle title and Yellow IC title. You getting that one too, Scott? No, that one's a pass for me, dude. I've got enough Warriors in the collection, specifically the WrestleMania 6 version of Ultimate Warrior. I've got plenty of those. It's good. I do like it. I like the inclusion of the extra head, basically, of Warrior after the match. I love that they included both titles. Great touch, but that's a pass for me. Wow. I would be all over that if I were you, dude. No, it's a pass. Again, I've already got that one in the Legends. I've got that one Classic Superstars. It's it's just a I've even got it loose from the uh, Mattel Legends. So you know, again, I don't need four or five versions of the same version of figure, specifically specifically that WrestleMania Six Warrior. So yeah, that one's a pass, dude. Let's move over to ringside exclusives. Tommaso Ciampa with full gear from War Games 2020. That figure is amazing, man. It is. I love that when he has his mask on, he looks like Predator. And the entrance jacket. Oh, dude, that figure is just amazing. Pretty incredible. They even got his muscle tone right. Yes, good point. Because when Bill was showing it off in the video that you can find on YouTube, they had his lats just bulging out, and he like he was ripped, you know, just chiseled. He had like 19 packs going, you know? <laughs> yes. Yeah, no carbs. He has, like, uh, what's that guy's name in Step Brothers? He's like, I haven't had a carb in seven years. <laughs> yeah, Derek. <laughs> Derek, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I just wanted to punch that guy in the face. And then when he goes up into the treehouse and he lifts yes. up his shirt, they show a body double as hell. Yeah. <laughs> Step Brothers is amazing. Little known fact that was uh, Champa as the body double in uh, Step Brothers. Allegedly, allegedly, but that is believable. <laughs> totally could have been. <laughs> uh, it will come in NXT War Games packaging. That would be a ringside exclusive. Sticking with ringside exclusive. Undertaker will be coming out in early 2022. Now, this will be a SummerSlam 2002 look of Undertaker, WCW tag title. Now, they made this like a rubbery, flexible plastic, I guess, where you can pull the straps down. Yes. So it's a new flexible plastic so it's not like a molded thing where you have to rip off their arms just to take off a jacket or something so i thought that was kind of cool and creative yeah you know it's it's kind of next level right and it's great that mattel shows something like this right after they re-up with wwe like this is great we have a new agreement let's move forward by the way we're putting more articulation into the basics we're bringing out some kick-ass ultimate editions and here's this Undertaker with this new style of clothing that we're going to try out. And I would imagine if it gets a lot of good feedback, we're going to see it on a lot more figures come 2022. I could see a lot of Kurt Angle figures with this. Oh, yes, absolutely. For sure. This will also have the 2002 SummerSlam logo trifold backdrop in the packaging. So that will be a ringside exclusive as well. Man, they just dumped a bunch of stuff on us, and I'm here for it. Yeah, and on that taker as well, he's going to have the WCW tag title. And when you pull down the straps, you're going to be able to see the... Um, or when you move the shirt around, he's going to have that BSK tattoo. Very cool, man. I love that they did this. And great reveals. I'm, I'm really excited. But dude, I don't think anything can come close to the excitement that I got when I saw that T and Hogan from one. I mean, come on. That is just incredible. Especially with the new belt. I love it. I love it. That just screams WrestleMania 1 to me. And I love that they did them both in the same series. So they're going to come out at the same time. And like I said, that that had such an impact on wrestling as we know it today. Mm -hmm. You know, those effects are still being felt today. The success that WrestleMania 1 was. And to have those two guys like I said, that were the face of WWF at the time, on the WrestleMania 1 poster. And here they come out in a series of, like you said, Jeff, the cream of the crop that Mattel offers. Both guys, same series. Amazing. Great job, Mattel. Both figures are absolutely incredible. So that is it for the Festival of Ringside. Good showings. Um, you know what also, Scott, I'm going to stick with? I'm putting it up there right now. That Shawn Michaels from the WrestleMania series might be... Up there is figure of the year next year. Ooh, okay. I like it. I like it. But you have your Champa that you were raving about too. Champa's fantastic as well, man. So Some early contenders for figure of the year next year. Mine I, so far this year, Vader still leads the pack. Yep. But 22 has already got some stiff competition being thrown around. I'll tell you, man. I, when I saw that Champa, I was like, oh my God. But the Shawn Michaels just being in the WrestleMania Elite Series? Yes, I don't know. That that figure feels a little bit more special than just a WrestleMania series. I don't know. I can't explain it. It's just there's a special feeling behind it. Yeah. Maybe it was because you cried when he lost. I did? Yes. You and you alone cried when he lost. Oh, I did. Yes. That's what oh. I said. I said what I said. 
You didn't have your back to me to make sure that I didn't see you crying? I had my back to you. I also had seasonal allergies. (laughs) Those suck. (laughs) Yes, they're very strong down in Arizona around that time. (laughs) It's very dry. Very dry, very dry. (laughs) So, Scott, we are going to welcome GBM onto the show. So you are going to jump off the clear-sounding audio recording and jump onto my phone. Might as well jump. Might as well jump. Jump. Go ahead, jump. (laughs) Please leave that in. I don't know. I'll think about it. (laughs) My David Lee Roth has been off this week. I don't know what's going on. I've been practicing at work. I don't know what's going on. Don't worry, dude. David Lee Roth's David Lee Roth has been off lately. (laughs) Don't you mean Vince Neal's Vince Neal has been off lately? Oh, him too. (laughs) Him too. He's so off. He's falling off stages. Oh, oh. Too soon? Too soon? Dude, did you see the video when he fell off? Oh, man. Yeah, I did. Poor guy. Dude, all I heard in my head when he fell off the stage was the Mario when he when Mario drops into the green tunnels. <laughs> and it makes that no- <laughs> Can somebody please make that? <laughs> <laughs> I had more like Humpty Dumpty going through my head. but Oh. oh. Too soon? I- Anyways, this isn't the Aquanet Minute. But we do need to get into the nostalgia segment. So we are going to welcome on GBM. What do you say, Scott? Let's go talk to him. Scott, you are joining us via telephone real quick, and actually just for this segment, because we want to welcome in the birthday boy, the birthday boy, good brother Mike. GBM, happy birthday to you, kind sir. What are you, 28? (laughs) I wish I was 28. Uh, 42 today. Uh, Appreciate the birthday wishes, and uh, I'm definitely feeling it this year. And how so? (laughs) Like, how are you feeling it? Uh, I I don't know. I just, like... I feel like more worn down than normal. I mean, I took like this year off from, you know, helping out the community, which I've been doing for the last few years. And I don't know why I figured I'd, you know, feel a little better not running around so much, but I don't know. Maybe, maybe that's why. Cause I'm not out there getting the exercise in as much. Well, last week, Jeff Schiller from Toy Spot and he put you guys over the good, uh, the collectors helping collectors. He really talked about you guys up. Oh, yeah, I heard that. I mean, you know, uh, a small part of that group, but it's a good group of guys over there. Yeah, they're a really good bunch of guys. But GBM is going to sit in for the nostalgia segment, and there will be a little something at the end. But before we do get into the nostalgia segment, we want you guys to check out WrestlingFigureDatabase.com. GBM, do you use them? Oh, once in a while, yeah. I mean, it's, it's a good resource. Yeah, very good resource for the collectors. Check out WrestlingFigureDatabase.com. If you're trying to complete any series, they have everything over there. Basically, anything you can think of as far as wrestling figures, it's all there on Wrestling Figure Database. So if you're trying to complete a series, if you're looking for some rare figures, if you're just going to look up figures just for the hell of it, or if you and your buddies are just talking about figures, check out WrestlingFigureDatabase.com. Calm. And this week we are going over WWE Elite Series 32. Scott, what you got? Yes, sir. Mattel, WWE Elite Series 32 consisted of Big E, and Big E was in his white singlet, was packaged with the Intercontinental title. 
Mark Henry was in his black singlet with red trim, came with a breakaway table, ring steps, and a shaver. Was it Manscaped? We don't know. <laughs> Next up, Ray Mysterio. And this is from Ray's WCW days. He was in his black, red, and white gear. And he came with a ring stand and a cruiserweight title. Sin Cara was in his red, green, white, and gold gear with white boots. Came with an entrance coat accessory. Next up, Daniel Bryan. And this is when he was kidnapped by the Wyatts. He was in his black and red gear. Was packaged with a Wyatt family jumpsuit accessory. And last but certainly not least, AEW Jazzwares Cody Rhodes. They managed to slip one into an earlier Elite Series, unbeknownst to us. This would have been the 64th Jazzwares Cody Rhodes. He was in his black trunks and black boots, packaged with an entrance vest and a gray sleeveless shirt. And Jeff, not only does that round out Elite Series 32, but I also want to wish GBM a very, very happy 29th birthday. <laughs> Appreciate that. Yeah, those Cody's are <laughs> everywhere. Oh, my gosh. Yes. And didn't he show up in like a Lucha costume or something and it's a way to horn in another Cody Rhodes figure? Yeah, it was like Goodness when Hogan Christ. showed up in the machines. <laughs> and then Mr. America, although they never got to capitalize on that one. Never did. Never did. Uh, but to answer your question, yes, he did show up. I think it was for it wasn't for Rampage. It was for the uh, YouTube show, I believe. But yeah, he did do that. <laughs> Awesome. Coming soon as another exclusive to some retailer, Lucha Cody. <laughs> now, GBM, you say Cody's are everywhere up there, huh? Oh, yeah. I was uh, out a little bit this morning trying to maybe find something that I didn't have to gift myself, but uh, to no avail. But I did see a few of the Series 4, a couple Cody's, a couple Matt Hardy's, but unfortunately no chases yet. Man, GBM, how many chases have you found out in the wild of the AEWs? Uh, I've only found uh, three, and they were all the Series 2 MJF, the thousands. Oh, gotcha. But I haven't found any since. But uh, speaking of the collectors helping collectors, uh, my buddy Jack, awesome dude, he hit me up a few weeks ago, and he found a one of 5,000 Darby Allen, and he gifted that to me for free. Wow. wow. Nice. Holy crap, dude. That is yeah, that, that yeah, yeah. He's an awesome guy. Like I was stoked to get it and yeah, speechless yeah. pretty much. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome, dude. Were you able to flip any of your MJFs for other chases? Um, I have two of them still. I did move one uh to try and, you know, get some other stuff, but uh yeah, still on the hunt for any other chases I can find. Gotcha. Okay. So have you seen the pictures where people are finding just one of three thousands, like right on their pegs, like four or five of them? Oh yeah. I've seen like the pictures on Twitter. Like someone posted earlier, like, Oh, woke up, check social media. And there's a picture of like three Brit Bakers on the shelf. Right. <laughs> and it's Man. Like, yeah. I wish, I wish some of those would hit here now. So GBM, did you pick up any of these figures? Uh, from a, the elite 32. Yeah. Uh, the only one I do believe I have from that series is the Mysterio. But uh, I, I kind of wish I had the Sin Cara because, like, Sin Cara figures are, like, crazy right now. Right. Now, did you pick it up when the series hit, or was this before you started collecting again? Oh, that series came out uh, before I was collecting again. But once I started collecting again, I went back and got that one. Not sure why I didn't pick up any of the other ones, because I'd probably like to have the Sankara 
the Cody's decent, uh, Mark Henry, the Daniel Bryan's kind of basic, but like the Big E is cool because it's got the Intercontinental title. Yeah. So, what made you want to get this Ray? Um, I'm not even sure. I think it was uh, one of the figures that was like kind of hot at the time, and like, the value on it was going up. So I kind of wanted to get a hold of it before it got too high, kind of like the Sankara. Smart move, man. That's the best thing you can do is just pick it up right when you see it because if it's not on the pegs anymore, guess what? It's going to go up in price. Yep. Oh, everything's going up. Oh, yeah. We know. We know. (laughs) Uh, Scott, what was your favorite figure? Uh, Favorite figure out of this one? I really like that Sin Cara, but I got to go with the Ray. I love the ring stand so you can kind of do the high-flying Ray in the ring. And he comes with a cruiserweight title. It's from his WCW days. I love the gear, the the tights, the mask, everything matches. So I got to go with the Ray. I think he's my favorite out of this set. Love the Sin Cara too, though. I love the colors on him. I agree with you. The Ray is hands down the best figure in this series. Yeah, for sure. GBM picked a good one for sure. Absolutely. So what I did is I pulled the eBay listings. I pulled the sold last sold eBay listings, I should say. Let's get to them as soon as I can turn this page for some reason. Hold on. I'm going through 1980s papers getting in the way. Hold on. Sorry, guys. Well, also, as you get older, older Jeff, you get uh, arthritis in the joints. And so it's probably what's happening is your fingers aren't working right. I believe it. I believe it. That is true. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here we go. So Big E with the white U.S. title last sold eBay listing September 19th for $29. Cody Rhodes Man, did... with the black vest, last sold listing, October 3rd for $30. Well, there's so many to choose from, see. Oh, right. <laughs> Daniel Bryan with the Wyatt Family jumpsuit, last sold eBay listing, October 22nd for $25. Mark Henry with the table shaver and ring steps. Was it the Manscaped shaver, Scott? Yes, I believe it was the Manscaped Shaver, oh, okay, which Mark cool. Henry actually has a bald head on this figure, so <laughs> maybe he used his on his head, you know, the one up top. Uh, last sold eBay listing, September 10th for $79.99. Oh. Was not expecting that. No, Whoa. considering all the other values were so low, that was kind of shocking, but I'm expecting a, a ramp up here at the end. Ray Mysterio ring stand with the cruiserweight title last sold eBay listing October 20th for $85. Mm-hmm. I kind of expected. How much did you pay for it, GBM? I don't even remember. I, I could swear I got it for like less than 40. Gotcha. Oh, not bad. You did good. Sinkara entrance coat last sold eBay listing September 19th for $70. It's crazy to see Sinkara figure still going for that much. They all look good, though. I don't think Mattel really did a bad Sin Cara. No, they didn't. But, I mean, still, it's just $70 for a Sin Cara. I mean, he was kind of... I, I don't want to call him a joke, so I don't know. I'm just kind of surprised by the figure prices. Man, I I don't know. GBM did mention that Sin Caras go for quite a bit. So, there you go. I, I guess he was way over, brother. <laughs> right, right. So that rounds out WWE Elite Series 32 in GBM. What do you have for us? Well, I have a uh, little giveaway. Uh, No, we haven't done one in a while, and usually the birthday boy gets the gifts, but I would like to gift something to somebody, and I have 
an ultimate edition Macho Man up for a giveaway. Ooh. Nice. With the white outfit and the top hat and everything. Oh yeah, it's all in there. Oh, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. Okay. It's a great figure. I love the Hasbro throwback. We will post this on Sunday. We will have you guys like, retweet, follow us, follow GBM. And yeah, and then we'll announce the winner next week for the GBM birthday bash macho man figure. We gotta we gotta put that we gotta initialize that. Or or an acronym. <laughs> GBM GBM Savage Birthday. Oh, GBM Savage Birthday. Beautiful. Hashtag that. (laughs) That works for me. (laughs) GBM, you do anything fun for your birthday? Oh, I didn't do anything today, really. Uh, I went out, you know, like I said, tried to do some fig hunting and uh, to no avail. I didn't get anything. But uh, I had a little, should say not a little, a couple hours I spent uh, helping out one of the local kids that's a scout. I help out with the scouts here and He's trying to finish up his Eagle project. They had Tuesday set to do some painting and the weather was horrible here. It rained all day. So they rescheduled it for today. Oh, on your birthday. And <laughs> yeah, but yeah, well, I like to give back. So I went and painted for a few hours. Well, you're a good dude, man. I'm going out on your birthday and painting. <laughs> you're really going above and beyond, man. That's awesome. <laughs> what about the weekend? Any big plans? Um, Just a little, uh, get together on sunday uh, my mom my brother sister-in-law my nieces uh gonna do a little dinner before uh they go out trick-or-treating unfortunately i have to work sunday night so Aww. they're gonna be they're gonna be out tricks or treating and i'm gonna be uh catching a nap oh well there you go man well yeah get some fun stuff in man i'm glad to hear you're doing something with the family this weekend yeah yeah and i know uh, once this drops it'll be a few days removed but i gotta thank everybody in the fig life community and the chc all the messages, all the DMs, text messages, everything everybody sent me. Uh, definitely felt the love today, and I appreciate everybody. Love everybody. That's awesome, dude. Well, you deserve it, GBM. Like we always say on the show, you are a pillar of the community. You've been helping people really since day one. Like as soon as you stepped foot into this whole thing, you just you kind of took it over and became the guy that found the figs and never overcharged everybody or anybody. And we, we appreciate it. I'm happy you're getting a lot of birthday love from everyone. You totally deserve it. And again, happy birthday, GBM. Hopefully the aches and pains aren't as bad tomorrow as they are today. <laughs> I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, happy birthday, GBM. You deserve it, man. Uh, and honestly, dude, naps are pretty cool. So, <laughs> Old dudes love naps. <laughs> uh, yeah, dude, we're 42. We love naps, man. Yeah, Now more than yeah. ever, naps rule. Yes, naps are the best. <laughs> they really are so gbm happy birthday again again we will be posting the gbm savage birthday giveaway this weekend so gbm thank you and uh we will be on next week to announce the winner sounds good guys love you love you man and i just want to hear from my people tell me can i hear from my people i just want to hear from my people and i just want to listen Scott, kicking off the listener segment is the great, the wonderful, the man himself, the newlywed, Justin Summers. Hello, Scott and Jeff. This is once again Justin Summers from Wrestling Cheers with my bi-weekly question. Tell you one thing, it's been a pretty fun two weeks since 
my last question, you know, went to Toy Hio, met up with Mike the Cleaner there. And, you know, I didn't necessarily have a high budget for anything, but I did have like an exception if I found some certain things, I would buy them. And I found one of those things on that list, and that would be a WrestleMania 33 Shawn Michaels Elite from WrestleMania 12. Something that I have mentioned on this podcast that I had been looking for. So I was so happy to find it in the wild. There's one thing about, you know, going on eBay or even buying something off of somebody online, but finding it in the wild is just so much fun. Because every time I would go to a toy store or a convention such as Toy Hio, I would look for it and I would not find it. Over the past couple of years at Toy Hio, there's been more and more wrestling figures. So I was happy that this one popped its head up. And Danhausen was also there, so I picked up my third Danhausen number two micro brawler. So now I have two signed, one facing forward, the other one facing backwards, and one open. So my question for this week is, who do you think is the most beloved wrestler of all time? The number one spot. I think there are a lot of beloved wrestlers, people that you are rarely going to hear, if ever, somebody say something bad about. Wrestlers that are good people in the ring and out of the ring. People that are just admired for so many reasons. I could throw out a bunch. Curious to hear what you guys have to say. Maybe while you brainstorm of who who do you think's on the list and who do you think's that top spot. There's definitely no definitive number one, but my vote goes to Terry Funk. Mentioned him, I believe it was two weeks ago, where you know he's just somebody that has eluded me in meeting, but I've come to the conclusion with him that I have rarely ever heard anybody say something bad about Terry Funk. The man is a legend in professional wrestling. And he seems to be an all-around great dude. You know, maybe he's he's a version of a wrestling grandpa, somebody that we've grew up around. So we don't want to say anything bad about, but I tend to agree with that, that he is just absolutely awesome. So that's why he's my vote for the most beloved professional wrestler of all time. Now, before I go, this one's an interesting one. As I'm recording this, I am just two days away from my wedding. So when you guys are recording... It'll still be before my wedding, but by the time everybody hears this, I will be a married man. And by the time everybody hears this, I will be at the Brown Steelers game. I might try to make a sign that says just married and see what kind of cool shit happens. And our seats are really good. Fourth row, lower level, end zone. So I'm looking forward to a very exciting weekend. No fig hunts or toy spotting for me. But on a side note, too, I don't know if you guys talked about it earlier because it's not technically a toy, but Hasbro releasing the HasLab Ghostbusters Proton Pack crowdfunding, I'm so pumped for. I was actually given the approval to back it. I was told it's a wedding present because I love Ghostbusters. I've always wanted a full scale Proton Pack. The only thing that it is missing is the wand, but you can buy one of those right now. So I'll probably be doing that. The $400 price point kind of made me happy, even though I did have some friends try to tell me that they thought it was too much, but they don't know how much a proton pack would cost if somebody made it or if you made it. And I think that's a decent price and I'm looking forward to owning one. Okay, I'm done now.
thank you for everything you guys do. You guys are awesome. I love making these MP3s for the show. I will take my answer off the air. Also, any uh, wedding advice, Scott? I'd love to hear it. Well, talk to you guys in two weeks when I'm a married man. Later. Happy wedding day to you. Happy wedding day to you. Happy wedding day, dear Justin Summers. And his wife. And his wife. Happy wedding day to you. (laughs) (laughs) Jeff, did you know that song is copyrighted? Happy wedding day? No. Well, happy birthday, which you just sung happy wedding day to the tune of. It's copyright. I just found this out. It's copyright. That's why you don't hear it in movies. I love tuna. I love lamp. You said the tuna. Okay. I feel we should stop recording right now. (laughs) And you can reset your brain. And we'll start over again. It's a little fried. This economist has been, you know, just (laughs) working its tail off, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, your new career of being an economist. Economist, Scott. Economist. I see. <laughs> I see. Oh, Justin, uh, you know what? You bring up a great question. There, are, you know, there are good and best bad wrestlers that you meet in the wrestling business, but to me, there are none other than Roddy Piper was the best. Agree. And honestly, let me go back a couple steps. One and one A. And they're right next to each other is Roddy Piper and Kevin Owens, Kevin Steen. Uh, agree. I actually had three and you've got two of my three right there, Jeff. The, those two are neck and neck of the nicest wrestlers we ever met. Uh, Piper, when we met him, awesome. He just took his time with our niece and was playing dolls while the Hart Foundation, Brett and Jim kind of backed up the line a little bit. So Roddy Piper, we were kind of right in front of Roddy Piper and Roddy Piper started playing dolls with my niece and Scott's daughter. The other one is Kevin Owens, and I've told this story a gazillion times where I emailed Kevin Owens back in 2011, 2012? Uh, 2012. 2012. I emailed Kevin Owens, Kevin Steen, asked him if he had anything that I could get Scott for Christmas. He sent me the Final Battle 2010 knee brace, 2010 Final Battle shirt that Kevin Steen wore that night. That both he and El Generico signed. Yes, there's a signed photo, and was that it, or was there a little bit more? Uh, that was it. Well, he also got us a couple shirts when we went down to Wrestle U- Reunion, too. Yes, correct, where we almost asked Larry Zbysko to take our picture with Kevin Steen. <laughs> That's still a great picture. <laughs> Oops. People, you know, I still get messages about that. Like, people think that's the funniest story. Where we at? <laughs> I was in such a blur. Like, I was so happy to have finally met him. Like, it was incredible. It was like, and that's the thing is when you meet Kevin Owens slash Kevin Steen, he's so down to earth that you immediately, like, he just draws you in. Like, you feel like you've known him forever. And yep. he's already your best friend. I, It's the weirdest thing. There's not many people that you meet like that, but I can honestly say that KO is one of them. And I was, like, so excited to finally meet him. And I just, I had to get a picture with him. And I was so happy to get a shirt and I was just looking literally for the first person that crossed our paths to take our picture. <laughs> it just so happens that person was Larry Zabisco. And I almost went to ask him. And thankfully, Steen was like, uh, I don't think you want to ask Larry Zabisco to take our picture. And I was like, 
oh crap, that is Larry Zabisco. And I, oh, here he is a Hawaiian shirt. And I didn't even realize it was him. Oh and, my God. That yeah, was so thank funny. goodness I didn't do that. That would have been a whole other story to add on to that one. But yeah, Jeff, I totally agree with your first two that you've thrown out so far. Piper and KO, just amazing people. And who is your third? Uh, would be Ricky Steamboat. Oh yeah, Ricky's also been awesome a couple times I've met him. Well, you never hear anything bad about him, right? I've mm-hmm. never heard any bad Steamboat stories. I've never heard of anybody meeting Steamboat that has a bad story. Nor have I heard bad stories about him in the locker room. Like other people were like, oh, he was only out for himself and blah, blah. I've never heard that about Steamboat. Uh, one of those guys also, very rare in the wrestling business, never a heel. Always the face. And I think he carried that with him outside the ring. And as far as I know, at least when we met him, carries it to this day. Amazing person. So my three would be Steamboat, Piper, and KO. You hear other wrestlers talk about other wrestlers being, you know, big teddy bears in the back. Like everybody said Vader was like the best guy in the back to the boys. Brett had nothing but good things to say about Vader. He loved Vader. You hear that about Bobby Eaton. Same thing. Bobby Eaton was... Yeah, true. I have never heard one negative story about Bobby Eaton ever any book I've read any online article anything like that nobody has ever said one bad thing about Bobby Eaton yeah he's praised as a person and an in-ring worker and Barry Windham too oh yeah Barry you're right those are just some of the wrestlers that come to mind right now that off the top of my head I'm sure there are plenty others yeah same here and as far as uh well first off just congratulations I want to say a huge congrats to you and your new wife on your wedding. That's amazing. I'm so happy for you guys. Man, advice. I've been through two weddings. The second one worked out way better than my first. Obviously, I'm still in it. So it's amazing when you find the person. And I can't describe it any other way, really. You just, there's a connection and you just know that there's nobody else. And that's the one. And that's what I've got with Shannon. I know that she's got my back. I've got hers. We've got a lot of the same interests. Which it's, it definitely helps in the relationship. We don't hide anything from each other. It's She can take my phone. I can take hers. We can look through it and nothing. It's just, it's pure trust. And that's what happens when you find your person. You know, we've been together for 18 years now. And I'm as happy today as I was when I first met her. I'm still head over heels in love with her, and I wouldn't trade this for anything. And I hope that's what you have with your new wife, dude. It's when you find your person, you just, you know it. And it definitely helps to have a lot of the same interests too. We go to concerts together. We have a blast. We go on vacations together. We have a blast. We love Peyton to death. We love Alana to death. We love doing stuff with our kids. And just hopefully that's the path that you have ahead of you. And I hope you guys have an amazing life together. And again, I'm just, I'm super happy for you too. Congratulations. I don't know if I'm the right guy to ask for advice. Like I said, I've been through this twice, but uh, super happy this time around 18 years. I think maybe I can offer a little bit of advice and that is just enjoy every moment together. Never take a day for granted. Don't go to bed angry because you don't know what the next day holds and uh, all the best to you guys. I'm so happy for you. So when she takes your phone, you're not like peel sweating on the key and peel skit. <laughs> Dude, you know what? I think everybody, when you're younger, you've been through all that where you're trying to hide stuff. And, you know, I'm too old for that. I I don't have time for all that crap. I ain't trying to hide nothing. 
And I, honestly, I think Shanna's probably in the same boat, dude. Like, we're just when you found your person, you don't need all that. You know, you got everything you need at home, and that's it, it's it's a very good place to be in. It really but, is. I just you know, it's it's that total faith in the other person. It's the total trust, and I wouldn't trade it for anything, dude. And once you found it with someone, don't ever leave it. It's it's an incredible place to be in. But yes, I can I can literally hand my phone over right now and be like, check it out. Go ahead, do your worst. And you're not sweating? No like sweat. Peel? Not oh. even a drop. Oh. There's nothing like the key and peel skit. Nope. Okay. All right. Just asking. <laughs> asking well, for and, a friend. And it's funny that you mentioned that too, because I've literally got Shannon's phone right next to me because I'm backing up her pictures on the computer and I could totally go through it. But see, it's great not having to be that spouse worried about what the other one's doing. It's just that whole trust thing. Once you found it, dude, don't trade it for anything. It is right. amazing. I, I mean, like, the search history, you know, the, the you know, <laughs> might get a little weird, you know. Okay, if I if I may point something out, yes. If you have an iPhone, there is private browsing mode, where once you close the browser, everything goes away with it. Okay. And I will I will leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, the fully posable IT hack. Yes, that is your tip Podcast. for the day. Ain't no donkeys on my phone. <laughs> I'm leaving that. I'm sorry. I'm actually starting off the show with that. <laughs> so you may as well just title the, title the episode that. Uh, ain't no donkey, donkeys on my phone. <laughs> ain't no donkeys on my phone. Uh, Justin, congratulations, man. Hope you have fun at the Browns-Steelers game. Go Browns, obviously. Scott, next question comes in from Josh Thompson. Hey, Jeff and Scott, JT here, back with that bi-weekly question. If Mattel did a Mattel Creations Halloween Havoc set, I'm backing it. I, I'm just stopping right there. I'm not I'm answering. In. I'm in. 100%. Give me the uh, the spin the wheel, make the deal. Yep. I'm a happy camper. Oh, wait. There was more to his question. Oh, okay. You had a set at Halloween Havoc set. Yeah, I know. Seriously. Uh, Havoc set, what are some things you'd like to see them include? Well, spin the wheel, make a deal. I'd like to see Mattel give us a set based on either the 1997 Halloween Havoc entrance or 1998 entrance. And while I know it will jack up the price, make it big enough to include some of the tombstones that was part of the entrance. Yeah, 1997, that was a cool set in Vegas. I thought that was uh, pretty damn cool. 98 was cool as well. You know what's funny is we were went back and we watched the chambers of horror from Halloween havoc 91. <laughs> they started out the show with this like horrible creaky house thing that they walked out of the wrestlers did. Yes. And then they ditched it by match two. It was like, oh, okay. Like it was somebody in the back going, okay, this is horrible guys. Let's just destroy that set and just have them walk out now, please. Yeah. What'd you think of those crappy tombstones that were on the stage too? <laughs> those were terrible dude we joked on drunk wrestling history that they had the local preschool just make the set for them <laughs> but you know what's funny is a lot of that wcw stuff from the mid 90s early mid 90s was so bad it was good yes very much so you're right like for example in that same show there was a bobby eaton terrence taylor match and terrence taylor what a horrible gimmick it was basically the what the million dollar man gimmick almost close yeah but well he was more futuristic too like he was trying to like he would have alexandra york gauge how much time it was going to take for him to beat the other guy so oh, it was yeah. kind of a mishmash of like uh the new breed who are from the future and yes. the million dollar man 
Yeah, exactly. And uh, her her computer would spit out analytics, you know? Uh, oh, you're on one tonight, dude. Well done. The economist in you saw that. Yes. What What did I do? What did I say? You're pronouncing everything right tonight. You have the best words. Oh, dude, I know. <laughs> I'm really good tonight. <laughs> <laughs> the goodest. I'm the bestest. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, there was just so much bad WCW, but at the same time, it was so funny and so good. Like the fact that Sting went up into this snowy mountains to go find, um, who was he looking for? Vader, was it? I don't even remember. Was Or was it Norman the Lunatic? I don't remember. No, it wasn't Norman. He went up into the snowy Alps and had to go find Vader or Kevin's. I don't know, dude. But it, you know what's funny? It was so bad that we still remember it. And then we look back and we're like, oh, man, that's so bad. It's great. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if the timing was good for like the mid-90s. That was like right when things were about to turn over to like the NWO era, the Attitude era. So that was definitely on its last legs. But you're right. We totally remember every bit of that. But I would love to see a Chamber of Horror set actually get created for the Halloween Havoc set. I think that would be awesome. So, and have the handle be super loose so it just falls down all match? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Because that's what we were, when we were watching it, we were looking at the referee in the back and he kept climbing the cage to put the switch back up. (laughs) (laughs) And the other funny part about it was, is that the chair just two minutes into the match just drops into the middle of the ring. It's like, okay, why didn't it drop into the beginning? You know, it was so bad, dude. But I asked Brian Breaker about it on PPW podcast when we were on. And he says what Sting and Cactus Jack did they went out into the floor at the beginning of the match. And that's what they, he goes, that's what I would have done. He goes, I would have been out on the floor the whole night because there's nothing I can really do with this huge giant electric chair in the middle of the ring. Right. He goes, he's all, I'm going out into the outside. And I was like, yeah, that's actually smart. That was totally smart. And it was funny too, because they had those coffins around ringside and there were random like zombies, I guess, jumping out of them or ghosts or something. And I guess they were heels. Because all they were doing was attacking the good guys. (laughs) Right, right. So it suddenly turned into like, what was it, a five on five? It was like suddenly like an eight or a nine on five. What is this? So the best part of that whole Chambers of Horror, I mean, it's just that it was so bad. It was great. But the best part, not the switch falling down the whole match, not the switch falling out of Cactus Jack's hands and then him having to put it back up. The best part was, was after Cactus Jack got Abdullah Butch Abdullah the Butcher up and was helping him to the back. There were these stage hands that were putting the ramp back together. Right. And I don't know I don't know if you saw this, Scott, but these stage hands were putting the ramp back together. Abdullah the Butcher goes up to one of the stage hands, one of these poor saps that was like making fifteen dollars or thirty dollars a night. Abdullah goes up to him and kicks him right in the head, dude. <laughs> <laughs> That was my favorite part of the whole thing. It was Abdullah kicking this dude, poor dude in the head. Don't worry. I think the poor dude got an extra hot dog at the end of the night. I'm sure he was fine. <laughs> yeah. Ted Turner took care of him, right? Yes. You could do any year of Halloween Havoc and it would be great. But Scott has a point with spin the wheel, make a deal. And also JT has a point with all the tombstones and all that stuff. You know, just give us a Halloween Havoc playset. I'm in. Oh, I would love it. I would, And I think really, because I love the cages around the rings, especially that chamber of horrors, because it wasn't on the apron. 
it was on the ringside floor, right? So it was almost like a hell in the cell. And mm-hmm. then it had the internal cage that had the electric chair in it. It's got the switch. You've got coffins around ringside with ghouls or whatever inside of it. I think you could do an Abdullah figure. I think you could do a Cactus Jack figure. Yep. And why not give us our first El Gigante? Nope. No. Don't do that. <laughs> okay. Okay. So give us Abdullah. Give us the Steiners. Okay. Which I'm wondering, now that Rick's son is in NXT, do you think that there is a connecting thread there that gets the Steiners made into Mattel WWE figures? If they are available to us? That's not what I'm asking. Oh. That's not what I'm asking. I'm asking if you think that there's a thread there that Rick's son could somehow be the binder of the Steiner figures and Mattel. Maybe, well, it should be WWE because WWE is the one that sends over the email that gives the green light to Mattel. Well, right. But do you think that WCW sees money in the Steiners enough to be like, hey, kid, go talk to your dad. Let's see if we can work something out with him and Scotty. Do you think that that happens? You mean WWE? Yes. There's a chance, obviously. Um, Is Scott tainted? That's the big question. Is people afraid to sign Scott to any legends contract or anything like that. Why the dude's money. You can market him as big Papa pump. You can market him as the, the Michigan kid. Either way you go with him is there's money on that guy. Especially if you start making figures of him. I'm a hundred percent in your corner, dude. I really am. But at the same time, is that one of those guys that WWE just is hands off with? I don't know. I mean, as long as he doesn't screw up, you know, between, okay, we're, we've got a deal with you to the figure coming out. As long as it doesn't screw anything up in between there, I think we're good. But man, we are long overdue for some Steiner figures. I'm telling you, especially after seeing Rick's son in the ring and he's wearing the singlet that's kind of a callback to what his dad wore. Like, man, we, we are long overdue for a set of Steiners. And I would love to see Mattel offer them at some point. So, you know, what better way than a Halloween Havoc 91 set? Abdullah, the Chamber of Horrors, the electric switch, the chamber itself, the electric chair, Abdullah, the Steiners, and as one of the level ups, give us a spin the wheel, make the deal. And a coal miner's glove. So you're just saying give us all the Halloween Havoc gimmicks? All of it. All of it. I'm looking like early 90s Halloween Havoc stuff for us. Yes, please. That rounds out episode 302. Want everybody to check out WrestlingToyTracker.com. Over there, you can check out the carded and loose prices of LJN's Galoobs, Hasbro's, Just Toys, Bendoms, Defining Moments, Retros, and I think that's it. Over at Wrestling Toy Tracker, they have the three-month average of on eBay and they pull that and they give you the average for carded and loose prices over there. So again, check out wrestlingtoytracker.com. Also check out our buddies Breaker and Bane over at the Breaker and Bane podcast over there. They talk wrestling, retro, video games, comics. They talk it all over at Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. Also check out Breaker's side project with Travis Fowler, the TB Toycast. Actually, Scott, you know what they did this week? What? G.I. Joe Classified Series 1. Ooh, really? They went over they, Series 1. They did, they did. Man, and you know what's funny is I think back to Series 1 and I was so out. 
so out. I'm like, yeah, I'm not getting involved with these. Like, here goes another relaunch of G.I. Joe. It's probably going to last, like, a year, and then it's going to be done. They'll run out of names really quick. The figures won't be well-made. Boy, did I miss the mark on that one. (laughs) I saw Snake Eyes, and I was like, all right, fine, Hasbro. Take my money and duck you. (laughs) Duck Hasbro. Yeah, and I haven't looked back, dude. I think I've got every single one that's been made so far, but I will be out on the repaint. So I won't be a completist, but I'm going to have a good chunk of the figures. Also check out breakers other side project. You know, it's fake right where he had rad Chad on this past week. What up Brad Chad? What up Brad Chad? Uh, we want to play golf with you. (laughs) It's not going to be great on our end, but we still want to do it. (laughs) Don't laugh at my swing, please. I'm not as bad as Barkley. (laughs) Not many people are, Scott. (laughs) This is true. Also, check out our buddies doing the favor. Eric and Barry have a wrestling show, wrestling figure show, and a sports show. So over there, check out doingthefavor.com. You know what's funny, dude, is Eric and I text each other all the time, but we never talk podcasts. We always talk sports. Interesting. Always sports, dude. We never talk podcasting or anything like that. So you're not discussing like audio levels and new microphones and mixers? Uh, Nope, nope. Just talking. Uh, never. We don't even talk that. We're. I mean, we're just all sports. Nice. That's a good subject. Yeah. It's a very good subject. It's a very good subject. Also, you heard us mention them earlier. The Positively Pro Wrestling podcast. A couple weeks ago, we sat down. It was Breaker. It was Steve. It was myself, and we discussed the Chamber of Horrors, and it was so terrible. It was great. <laughs> It's so bad, it was amazing. <laughs> so check out the Positively Pro Wrestling Podcast. Also, check out the Chick Foley Show with Sashina and Marco. Congratulations, you guys, on your anniversary over there. We're happy for you. You heard that sweet velvety voice earlier. Justin over at Wrestling Cheers. RJ over at Ringside Rant. Marty and Rucker doing great things over at Boots of the Face. We got Tim pulling up a chair with guest. And Scott, what you got for Drunk Wrestling History? Yes, give us a follow at wrestling underscore drunk. Our most recent episode is the fashion show, so you can check that one out. We've got a season two finale coming up pretty soon. That is, we've never done this type of show before, but uh, we're taking a stab at it. We'll see how it goes. That may be our uh, season finale every season if it goes well. It is a roast that we're doing. I'm not going to say a roast of who but we're doing a roast, so stay tuned for that most recent episode. Fashion show, go give that a listen wherever you download your podcasts at. Because we are drunk wrestling history where we're not always accurate, but we're always drunk. So it's an end season two. Are you guys going to be canceled after that roast? (laughs) Stay tuned. (laughs) There is a strong possibility, dude. Oh, you guys are going to get canceled, huh? Oh, boy. There were some things said. Cancel culture is coming after you. <laughs> With pitchforks and torches, dude. <laughs> <laughs> the roasty is not going to be happy. Uh, so wait, did you guys purposely sabotage to end drunk wrestling history forever? Ah, you know, I didn't know if I needed to keep doing two podcasts. I <laughs> said some things. Like, Cancel me, please. <laughs> also check out our buddies, Marty and Sarah love wrestling. And every single day, Ryan Buzz does trivia with Bud Scott roll call. Check out the man himself, Jason Wolf. If you need artwork, he is your guy. Check out his website, Doyle. That's D-O-Y-L-E-Draws.com. 
You can get in touch with the man himself, get a commission, buy some artwork, check out his custom figures. Again, if you need artwork, Jason Wolf is your man. DoyleDraws.com, go check it out. And Jeff, that rounds out Roll Call. Hey, it's got that rounds out episode 302. Anything else? Yes, but before I go into my outro, the usual one, everybody knows it. I want to do the Aquanet Minute. We missed it at the beginning of the show, so I'm going to throw it in at the end. I want everybody to check out, well, if you're into the glam metal era, which it's my favorite, give Whitesnake's 1987 album, self-titled Whitesnake. All of their classics are on this one. They made a ton of videos. Tawny Katane rose to fame from doing these Whitesnake videos. It wasn't her her B-movies that were on Cinemax late at night (laughs) that would make me lock the door. But she made her money and her fame from these videos from Whitesnake. David Coverdale, the lead singer, actually was married to Tawny Katane for a while. Amazing. This whole album from start to finish is just incredible. It's my favorite Whitesnake album. It's great. You got to listen to it. Whitesnake, self-titled album from 1987. I'm going to run down the list real quick. Crying in the Rain, Bad Boys, Still of the Night, Here I Go Again, Give Me All Your Love, Is This Love. Just classic from start to finish. Awesome material. White Snake from 1987. And Jeff, that is Aquanet Minute. Stay safe, stay healthy. Fig Glasses 2016, and happy toy hunting. And the Stella Night. See, I got you singing it. Now Stella. you're picturing Tawny Katane on the car. Stella Night, Stella Night, Stella Night. <laughs> Just like that. Yeah, that's how uh, Kip Winger sang it. <laughs> how dare you? <laughs> he had great teeth, though, didn't he? You gotta cry tough. <laughs> That was poison. Oh, whoops. That wasn't Tawny Katane. You're all over the place, dude. I'm sorry. I'm tired. I'm tired. (laughs) Economist brain never stops, dude. (laughs) I want to thank everybody for listening to episode 302, hashtag Fig Life. Adios. Let's go Jeff and Scott, the Tomb Brothers, busting out the ring But we don't take it out the box, M.O.C. Happy toy hunting, we'll see you next week We're the OGs of WFP Fully poseable, thank you all for listening It ain't no storyline, real life siblings So everybody go and do your toy spotting Hashtag Fig Life, adios from the Kings